This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Marking two years since Russia invaded Ukraine, President Biden has announced an extensive new round of sanctions this morning. As NPR's Tamara Keith reports, the U.S. sanctions also target people connected with the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny in an Arctic penal colony. In a statement, President Biden said that if Putin doesn't pay a price for Navalny's death and for the misery and destruction in Ukraine, Putin will keep going and the costs for the U.S. and its NATO allies will only rise. Biden announced more than 500 new sanctions against Russia, targeting Russia's financial sector, defense industrial base, and those connected to the Navalny imprisonment. The U.S. is also imposing export restrictions on nearly 100 entities, which Biden described as providing backdoor support for Russia's war effort. Biden also once again urged Congress to pass a military aid package for Ukraine that has languished for months. Tamara Keith, NPR News. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is in Ukraine today. He's expected to repeat assurances that Congress will find a way to deliver aid there to help them resist the Russian invasion. That's despite resistance from some conservative Republicans in Congress. Multiple IVF clinics in the state of Alabama have suspended their treatment for patients following a state Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos are considered children. Troy Public Radio's Kyle Gassett reports state lawmakers are proposing new bills in response. Legislators on both sides of the aisle acknowledge that individuals have invested a large amount of time, resources, and money into IVF treatments. Democrats and some Republicans, including State Senator Tim Melson, have proposed bills to address the issue. This just says that a human egg that is fertilized in vitro shall be considered a potential life, but shall not be considered a human life, a human being, or a person, or unborn child, until the egg is successfully implanted into the woman's uterus. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley has sided with the ruling, while President Joe Biden called the decision unacceptable. For NPR News, I'm Kyle Gassett in Montgomery, Alabama. A private company has successfully landed its space probe on the moon. The Odysseus probe touched down yesterday near the moon's south pole. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson says the probe is the first American mission to touch down on the lunar surface in more than half a century. A new adventure in science, innovation, and American leadership in space, well, all of that aced the landing of a lifetime. That landing was initially in doubt. The laser navigation system didn't work properly. Mission managers were able to use backup equipment to successfully help the probe land. This is NPR. The National Weather Service says California is getting a break today from powerful storms. Forecasters say a warm, drying trend should last throughout the day. Changes are coming at media outlets, Vice News and WAMU Radio in Washington, D.C., one of NPR's largest member stations. NPR's David Folkenflik has more. Vice's chief executive announced the publisher would shut down its website, vice.com, put more emphasis on social media platforms, and seek partnerships with established media outlets. Bruce Dixon called it a shift to a studio model, create things others distribute, and said several hundred jobs would be eliminated. 
The high-flying digital outlet had been contemptuous of its elders, its gonzo style often masking enterprising journalism. The debt it took on proved insurmountable. Meanwhile, WAMU's general manager Erica Pulley-Hayes informed its entire staff to stay home Friday. Its digital and social media platforms shut down, and most shows on the air automated. The station owned by American University will reveal a new strategic framework in Zoom meetings. David Folkenflik, NPR News. Despite the many layoffs in legacy and digital media over the past year, overall employment in the U.S. remains strong. People who use AT&T as their cell phone provider should have returned to service. Tens of thousands lost service yesterday. AT&T released a statement saying the outage was linked to a software upgrade, not to a cyber attack. The company apologized. The White House says that the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security were notified about the AT&T service interruption yesterday. This is NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Allianz Travel Insurance. Don't get caught without emergency medical coverage on an international trip. Learn how Allianz Travel Insurance can protect your trip from the unexpected at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. 